0: The blast from our past network. Cartwright! Cartwright!
1: Hello, oh. Newman.
0: This is so <laughs> f***ing good! Nothing for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with them. Serenity now! He's a re-gifter! Well, let's start the
1: insanity. Giddy up. Welcome to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are two super fans giving you every single episode of Seinfeld back to back to back, except for when we do wrap-up episodes. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering Um, what you were going to say there. Yeah, exactly. Um, Because we love this shit. Me and Corey, oh fuck, I just ruined our intro. I'm Adam. <laughs> I'm Corey. <laughs> yeah. We
0: um, are doing a season three
1: wrap up today. Yeah,
0: and, and clearly this is a loosey goosey one. Yeah. We don't have any structure to this, which just goes to show how much we r- are reliant on the structure of the podcast. Yes.
1: You, we have like that muscle memory when you yeah. start talking. Like, yeah. I, you know, we've got each other up on Skype, um, and I'm like, you know, trying to do my chat. And I've got, <laughs> well, I get my exactly, I get into it, I do my look, and I was like half a second away from. Him. all right what's the synopsis of our wrap-up
0: <laughs> and it's funny too because it's such muscle memory that there's so many times where uh where i've had to like cut it where you actually intro like blast from our past or something oh. just <laughs> yeah. just because it's like you know muscle memory yeah. oh it's definitely <laughs>
1: happened i I remember I, I, I think one of the days was particularly bad <laughs> i was just and i think i probably recorded one of those as well that day and it's just uh, it's it's the, these podcasts man i think they're <laughs> They're just melding and, mel- and melting my brain altogether.
0: <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, I-, I can totally attest to that. And, like, for this episode, one of the things that you and I sort of tasked uh, the the fans with and ourselves with was to go back and kind of, you know, find out which ones were our favorite episodes and which ones were our le- least favorite episodes. And I'm just looking at them like, ah, oh, crap. Like, I know that we literally talked on every single one of these. Mm-hmm. And it- it's just like, but they're all blurred together so much. So I had to. I had to actually go in and read, like, what my my write-up and description for each one was. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, that one. It's it's so funny because, dude, this whole season, I mean, we should just kick it off by saying that – Yes, guys and gals, we are aware that um, we answered our own question about the George and Elaine thing early in the season, yet Adam and I were still (laughs) stuck on the same damn question. So, I mean, dude, I I mean, bro, like, after I edit the episode, I don't go back and re-listen to it. I was going to say, that's the
1: perfect segue from... The melting, the melding and all that kind of shit. Um, Yeah, so for the people who may not know, if this is your first episode listening to us, (laughs) uh, we have been like, especially like the last couple of episodes, we were specifically hitting hard. And every time we see George and Elaine recently doing something that's friendly, we're like, oh, shit, but they're going to have that time that comes up where they talk about where they're not really friends without Jerry, blah, blah, blah. Not knowing that in, like, season three, in episode four or so of this season, way, you know, much earlier, like, you know, 16 episodes ago, or whatever it was, uh, that was when it already happened. But because we have, because we've talked so much Seinfeld already, and we have so much Seinfeld in our brains, it's kind of hard (laughs) to just put them all in the right order every time. So, yeah, as Corey already said, we want to officially say... We're gonna stop bringing that up because after (laughs) that episode aired, you know, you can kind of um, assume that they, off-screen, they or whatever, they they fix that issue and they're all friends and they can hang out on their own without. Getting ripped apart by us,
0: yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna officially say that somewhere in the future we may bring it back up again because (laughs) we forgot this conversation.
1: (laughs) Yes. So while we're going back and talking about our (laughs) fuck ups, I think maybe that should be another thing that we maybe we should try and track if we can, like our fuck ups. I want (laughs) to multiple people call this out on um, the episode called "The Stranded" that. Corey called yeah. out, it was it Michael Chiklis' wife? Yeah. He thought it was the same person who said, fiancé, oh, my fiancé. No, it was the baby one. Uh, yeah, it
0: was, a, it was, yeah, I just, yeah, it was, I, whatever it was two it was. different ladies. It's two yeah. different ladies, and Corey
1: was so certain it was the same person, and then someone sent us, like, a side-by-side picture, like, yeah. not the same person, and we're like, oh,
0: shit. And I <laughs> totally appreciate that. I I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I do not mind uh, being called out on that. I I will say that I really usually have very good facial reco- recollection, recollection I guess I should say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as, recollection? As actual, what the fuck is that, Corey? <laughs> I, as an artist. Like, as an actual, like, you know, uh, uh, fine arts artist that I, I grew up taking art classes, I'm actually really good about that. So I don't know what happened with the stranded there. Yeah. My brain just misfired something, I guess.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, so while, while we're talking about being called out, I have been called out at home um, by my wife. Uh, and that is specifically, she uh, turned to me one day and was like, Adam, how come you always say my wife? Corey says Myra. He calls her, he says her name. And I'm like, well, I I don't think you would want to because she's such like a private, you know, stubborn person at all times. And so I was just trying to respect her privacy. I think she was upset that I haven't actually said her name ever. I just say my wife, I will now maybe try to start calling her Keisha and then say my wife Keisha because she loves Seinfeld a pretty i mean i mean i would say as much as us just from knowing her she's she's watched the show tons of times like when she's at home by herself it is one of her shows that she just has on All the time. She loves it. And so she is one of our biggest listeners that I know of because she even considers herself like a a side producer because she gives the extra (laughs) notes and things like that. She does. And when I'm watching the show, she'll make her little comments. And half the time, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a cool little comment. And I'll add it to my thing. And the other half the time, I'm like, oh, honey, thank you. I'm just going (laughs) to put that aside. but.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh and I, I and and since this is kind of the only time I ever get to really communicate with Keisha, um I am missing the comments that you've been leaving on my posts about your <laughs> husband, so uh, I would like to see those continue in season four because I always yep. always get a kick out of the fact that like Keisha will say something about you on my like personal instagram like promotional uh, you know cartwright post and she'll always Mm -hmm. talk about you on there i love it i think it's hilarious
1: (laughs) she is vocal okay so while we're talking about you know things that have been good let's just let's just kind of dive into a very general discussion about what your thoughts are how this season went how season three of seinfeld made you feel
0: yeah and and dude like going into this season i I said it on random episodes uh a couple episodes ago where i said everyone says you know season four is when seinfeld really starts and you know probably my entire life i probably agreed with that and said the same thing but this show cartwright you know us doing it can can i can i laugh and stop you for just a second
1: while you're about because you i think in our season two wrap-up you said this almost exact same, like, start of a story, but you said <laughs> season three is when people say Seinfeld really yeah. starts. Are you going to keep moving it back every season? Like, we'll yeah. be in season yeah. seven. You're like, no, no, no. Everybody says season eight yeah. is, when season th- is when Seinfeld starts. Yeah, sorry. I, 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 just... I,
0: I know. 100% you're correct. I am going to keep doing that, and I'm going to start my, my wrap-up thoughts with that one every single time. Mark my mm-hmm. words. And mark my words that I will also forget this as well <laughs> come season four <laughs> wrap-up. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I really really liked that we saw a lot of connective tissue this season. That was probably one of my favorite things that we picked up on and noticed, like the, the jacket, how that mm-hmm. kind of uh, Kramer's jacket kind of went across multiple uh, episodes. Yeah. I like the fact that they referenced the Jerry's car getting, getting stolen. Yep. There was a lot more connective tissue this season than I ever really put oh, yeah. together in the first place. And we that's...
1: Sorry, multiple Biff's. Yep. Uh, We got Hennigan's. You know, we got multiple things like ex-
0: exactly good call and and to to tie it back into the erroneous thing that I was saying at the beginning, there is a lot of classic Seinfeld in season three right out of the gate. I mean, damn the 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 Kramer painting is in season three for crying yeah. out loud. So you know, I I always I, I can honestly say that you can go into season three. The Pez dispenser was fucking classic mm-hmm. as shit. You know, and it's a strong season overall. There are some stinkers. I was honestly a little bit surprised there are some stinkers. Especially when I started making a, my list, I, I really see that they kind of stacked up the stinkers towards the end, and the yeah. strongest one ones were kind of in the middle. But um, overall, overall, I would say that this was a very, very good, strong season. What about you, buddy?
1: Yeah, um, I liked this season quite a bit. Um, yeah, I mean it was fun. I, I was with you too. Like we we had that discussion near the end, anyway or uh, in, like, last episode, where we did feel like it was ending on a slow note. Like, it just – I kind of, like, go back. I looked at all of my rankings of every episode, and um, the last couple, it was, like, 2.5, 2.5, 2.5, 2. Like, that kind of thing uh, that I was adding. There was a stretch where I had four – or three fours in a row. Three four out of fives in a row. So and was that, like, okay, was, that was – that was – Let me it guess. Was in like that was middle. probably in the middle, right? Yeah, it was. It was yep. in, like, the – yep, yeah, exactly. Like, right in, like, the second – the start of the second half, basically I think of the season. <clears throat> so yeah they, it went back and forth um, but overall, you know love seeing some of these classic moments happening in season three. Uh, I'm really excited to see what's gonna be coming in season four as well. Um, so I did do I went through all of my scores and I get found out what my average score was for this season. okay, cool. Uh, so and, – and then I also compared it to my average score for season two to it, see how it, that compared – slash – yeah, slash one, which I didn't I, – it's funny to
0: see how it's funny to see how we both tackle things like I, mm-hmm. I kind of go from my gut and I go like in the moment and then once I'm done with the notes I throw them away like I don't even pay attention so uh, yeah. I had to I had to actually go and like read the descriptions that I wrote on the actual <laughs> right because I kind of when I do write the description for the episode I kind of do say like oh Adam and Corey didn't really see eye to eye on this episode so I was like oh yeah that, it was that episode I had to, I had to remind myself but it's I do like the fact that you tackle it a bit more analytically than I do, mm-hmm. and I just kind of go off my gut. It sort of gives you two different points of views. Um, so tell us what uh what, what the average was on this one.
1: So the average score um, for my season three was a three, exactly a three, 3. 0, Okay, uh, which is, you know, uh, above average is a solid one. Yeah. Um, I did look at my season two. I didn't give ratings for every single episode. Um, I didn't probably start doing that consistently until... I think it was episode four or so of season two. And so there's a couple of them that I miss scoring, like something like the pony remark. That one didn't get scored. At least it didn't on my notes. Maybe I did it on, you know, right on the fly or something. So that didn't that didn't count into my average on that one. That that one, if I had to like rank that off the top of my head, just kind of it'd probably be like a three point five yeah. or maybe a four even because that was a pretty good episode. <laughs> yeah, that was but, a good episode. <laughs> um, so the season two average was a two point eight. Okay. Season. So, I mean, that's really pretty – that's not far behind. Yeah. So
0: – And just I, shows, will, I mean, and yeah. I got to say, like, e- even though I go from my gut, I do think – for the most part, you and I were fairly synced up on our ratings. There were only maybe a mm-hmm. couple times where they were dramatically different. But yeah. I, think for the, I think for the most part, they one? were only off by like a 0. .5 or a 1. So yeah. your 3.0 for season 3 is probably close to my own internal ranking yep. as well. Probably pretty close. Yeah. yeah. I
1: agree. Yeah, there's yeah. Just, just a few. Maybe it was from season 2 which was the one that we liked differently. I didn't like the ambulance people. Yeah. Was that the Flaming Globes of S- Sigmund episode? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think
0: that is season two, I sh- think. How, why would you ask something about, remembering something about season two when we just talked about how we can't remember anything about because, the, uh, well, because the beginning it, of season uh, I'm three? I'm telling you,
1: it's melded into my head. It's all the same. Know, this could be fucking, that could be season seven for all I know.
0: <laughs> I know, we've already seen it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that's uh, that's alcohol and weed right there for uh, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: So anyway, I mean, I think with showing like the, the closeness of season two and season three, at least in my average scores that I have, one shows that, you know, season two is a really good season of Seinfeld. Don't skip it. Some people, you know, if, if they believe that Seinfeld starts in three or season four or whatever, it's totally worth watching season two. There's some great stuff. I mean, fuck, you get the namesake of this entire podcast from season two. Yeah. It's I mean, one yes. of my all-time favorite episodes, period. <laughs> um but then you know season three is solid, but then there are a couple of those ones that are really weak so um and yeah and
0: i'm I'm interested in. Like are they weak like are were they weak in the script standpoint, so that's why they put them at the end, or is it one of those things where you don't really know an episode's gonna be weak until you filmed it, and mm-hmm. then you do they kind of put them in but then you said we they go by the production uh thing, so I'm like, yeah, why I, I just find to, it interesting that yeah. like why are the good ones in the middle and then the weaker ones at the end? How did that sort of happen you know that's that's yeah. what I'm curious about uh, that's
1: that's good I mean, they do seem to release pretty close to their production order or what they were planning on
0: so yeah i'm not sure yeah, so may- maybe that can say that maybe from the script point of view, they were like, ah, this one doesn't seem as strong. Let's put this one here, you know? And then uh, we did solicit um, from you guys uh, your favorites mm-hmm. and your least favorites. And we will go through them because we got a lot of responses from y'all. But I will say this, bro the library doesn't really show up on a lot of people's uh, episodes as favorites. And I'm curious if that's because it's so far in, uh, so far at the beginning of season three that people sort of forget about it or something. Yeah. But I was a little bit surprised by that. I, that must be it. I think maybe because it's like what
1: episode three, four, five, something like that. Yeah,
0: uh, libraries. Yeah, three or four. Or something. It was really yeah, early on.
1: It is really early on, and I think maybe people don't realize it's in the season or they don't think about it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was a that was a great episode, and so it, yeah. is, it is kind of interesting to hear that that one didn't make it as as much as I would have thought.
0: Yeah. Now, now, do you want to start with our uh, list or do you want to start with the fans' list?
1: Um let's start with let's start with our list and then that way when we rip on people for their favorites <laughs> they already know what our favorites are and we can just <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to rip on anybody. We appreciate every single one of you. You're all entitled to your own opinions. Um Oh no you know,
0: no! I'm gonna I'm gonna rip on my sister because she said the stra- <laughs> she said the stranded is her favorite episode from season three. <laughs> oh wow! I, I mean, that was, my response was wow, really? Yeah. No, that's why she no, she said that uh, she she loves the the dingo ate your baby line. And yeah, I, you know what? I get that. That's I, I can things, understand why something yes. w- you would really love one thing from an episode and that would make it like special for you. I totally get that mentality. Exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, I love Bookman. And and some other stuff, and that's why it um, it holds yeah. up for me. Yeah, exactly, higher, exactly.
0: So, so do um, Adam, uh, I have we both have three. We have both three favorites and three mm-hmm. least favorites. Do you want to start with your least or with your favorites? Uh, let's start with our least. Okay, okay. Do you want to do like back and forth, or do you just want to do all three, and then I do all three, and then we discuss?
1: Let's do back and forth. Cool. That's Cool. Let's do it. Cool. Cool. You're getting high cool. pitch there. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> uh, um, number three. Uh, this this whole thing was made much easier for me because I do my ratings and I have them in my yeah. notes so I can easily just go through. And I start off with like, oh, hey, what are my lowest scores? What are my highest scores? And then I kind of – if if multiple ones have the same score, then I kind of go back and think, all right, I make a decision then and there. Yeah. Uh, for me, my third least favorite is um, – Something I've heard from fans have disagreed from us. A couple of people called us out on, uh, I think Facebook, saying that they didn't think it was as bad. Particularly, they didn't they didn't think the B story was as bad as we called out. But for me, I just I. Did not care for the cutaways of a, Elaine, Elaine and Kramer in the limo episode. I think – and even just Kramer's acting was not there. It's in general. It just – it really brought down that entire episode where if you stayed in the limo the entire time, that could have been fucking classic. Knowing how great it could have been really hurt it. So for my, my third least favorite is the limo.
0: Yep, I'm gonna tie you there, buddy. That's okay. mine as well. Uh, season, I'm sorry, season. We know what season it is. Uh, episode 18, uh, the limo. And for the exact exact same reasons, it was it was an episode that I, I desperately wanted to love, and it just mm-hmm. it just did not coalesce that way. And uh, for for mainly because of that terrible terrible you know B storyline.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's our just take on it. Other people, you're fine to like it, but yeah, and that, we and we agreed when we were talking about it. I think it just made it. Made me dislike it even more. Yeah. Just knowing it's just from our discussion.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was maybe one of those things where I wouldn't have leaned so hard into it, but you were kind of validating what I was mm-hmm. feeling, so I was like, oh yeah, you know what? Fuck it. No, that's yeah, no. No, this is this is not good. You know, <laughs> like we wanted to like it. <laughs> yeah. And okay. I, hey, real quick, I will say, um, you know, we, we, we are aware of the fact that in season three we kind of always felt bad when we gave episodes low rankings and mm-hmm. we were kind of like, oh, you know, this and that. And like, you know what, moving forward, we're, we're going li- to honor how we feel about something. If, if Seinfeld's yeah. got a low ranking, then that's its fault, not mine. Uh, but at the end of the day, everything we say is true. Like, I will take a, a one-rated epi- like yeah. episode of Seinfeld over a, a five-rated episode of, um, uh, shoot. Friends. Friends. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't hate. I don't hate friends. I know. It's just, but yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Funny. Yeah. I know. <laughs> All right, buddy. What's uh what's your next one?
1: Uh my next one, there's only one thing I think that saved my next one from being my least favorite. And that's Euromycetis Poisoning. Uh, My second least favorite is The Parking Garage.
0: (laughs) That one one didn't make it on either of mine, so that was just kind of in the middle. Yeah, in the middle. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Um, My – because I didn't really put them in order, but I'll just say it. So my other least favorite is Episode 8, The Tape. I just did not, you know, think that one was particularly strong. I just think the the writing was pretty weak on that one.
1: Yeah, that actually did tie my scores. All of my bottom three got a two out of five. Yeah. Um, so then I kind of had to rewrite them, and, and the tape was the other one, but I decided – last second right before this that I I disliked all of these others just a little more than I disliked the (laughs) tape. So that made my honorable mention for not liking, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Uh,
0: That's fine. I I got you. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So you're on your number one least favorite, My least favorite favorite of the episode.
1: Um, And probably because it is fresher in my mind, and it is just a weak way to end the season. um, I think that the entire thing of contacting someone – Uh, via, you know, via the phones that they had at the time, it doesn't stand up where a lot of other Seinfeld humor does hold up even to this day, even with, you know, some of the dated stuff. And I really dislike Kramer traveling to LA. I think that storyline is one of the worst in all of Seinfeld. Uh, My least favorite of the entire season was the season ender. It's the keys.
0: Yeah, It it didn't make my list, but again, that would probably be an honorable mention as well. Same reasons that you said. I just didn't, I don't like the, the storyline of Kramer going to LA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like if you have to show three different scenes with him, do it. And then we don't like one third of them. That's a pretty decent <laughs> sized chunk of stuff. And yep. yeah, it just, it, I feel like that was, that was, and I'm going to say this for also for the episode that, that I is my least favorite. I feel that towards the end, of the season they tried too hard like Mm. it was like them trying to like be classic Seinfeld or trying to be zany or do something and I'm with you man I'm not too excited going into season four to see the 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 cross the two part episode with with LA but that being said maybe we'll be surprised because I know both of us are kind of going in going "Eh," a little apprehensive about it so maybe we'll be surprised by it Mm -hmm. yeah fair enough so, all right. Yep. Well, I'll uh, I'll wrap it up with my least favorite uh of the season and and it's it's because I think it tries too hard and that is episode 19, The Good Samaritan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and, and again, that's right near the end with a, a all the cluster of the ones I dislike are right all towards the end of the of the season. It's it's very interesting to to see how that played out.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, I gave it on a two point five out of five. Yeah, I, I remember the discussion. Um, I don't know. I really like the way he says Eduardo Carroccio. Yeah, <laughs> of I course. Know. There's always going to be moments.
0: Yeah, no. There, yeah. There's always going to be moments, and and I and at any time like a funny moment can obviously elevate something for you. You yeah. know, if you stick to it. But man, I do, and I even wrote this in the in the episode description. I just think it tro- this this episode exemplifies trying too hard to be classic Seinfeld.
1: They did push the line, the you're so good looking, real hard. Mm. And even like the um, the multiple times that they did, I'm speechless, I am without speech. Multiple people said, you know, their type of version on that. Now, granted, the speechless line, I actually say that in real life. Yeah. And so I allow that one. But like the you're so good looking is just, it, that, I agree, that does that push too hard.
0: Yep. Just, just it's trying. not pretzels,
1: man. It's not thirsty
0: pretzels. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Well, then let's uh, let's have some fun. Then let's get into the good stuff. What about the favorites?
1: All right, the favorites. Um, my third favorite episode of the Seinf- of Seinfeld for season three might be higher on your list. I don't know. We'll see. And I've got some honorable mentions. Um, I gave it a four out of five this year, and it's probably because. God, that's so soft. It's just super soft cashmere. Oh, cashmere. <laughs> so mine's the red dot.
0: Yeah, that's uh, if, if my, you didn't get on. Uh, mine's mine's number three, also. That's my number. Oh, three Oh, is as it? Well, Look yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's also the start of
1: Hennigans. <laughs> yes, um, you get yes. some great. I mean, George having sex with the cleaning lady is just. Yep hilarious way for him to go you know to to get a job and lose a job in that same episode that's classic george you know
0: and we have american werewolf in london is in it
1: yeah David, which, Don, is, that's,
0: which is great and we yes. get, uh the only time that there's like a interaction with the storyline and with the stand up yeah. at the end which, which is was, cool. yeah it was
1: different and you know, sometimes a lot of that unique stuff you might dislike but it wor- they played it off really well it worked really well in this one
0: yeah because it gave if I remember correctly I think it's what we liked about it was it actually gave it uh, a good ending to it for mm-hmm. that character for the um, <laughs> for American Werewolf in London uh, but yeah it is also what started Hennigan's for us and you and I were so tickled every time we got yeah. a new Hennigan's reference on an episode afterwards. Yep.
1: I still don't know if I'm off or on the wagon right <laughs> I know, now. I have no fucking
0: clue. Dude, and I, I still say that. Like, I still say the whole, like, I don't know, is it on the wagon? Is it off the wagon? I still don't know. That's what's great about it. Oh, how, dude, do you th- how do you think they episode. delivered
1: the alcohol back in the day? Yeah, classic episode. <laughs> yeah. All
0: right, buddy, what's your number two?
1: Um, my number two, I think, might be a little surprising. It is... There's just so many good moments in this one, and that's why I had to do it. Maybe because it was such a long – it was a two-parter for us. Um, But I love the Zabruder film, and I love Newman. Love me some Newman. And the the friend-slash-kind-of-romantic – Juxtaposition, joking thing of of Jerry and Keith Hernandez was so great. My num my second favorite is the boyfriend.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, dude. Yep. I was I was looking at that one hard. I was like, oh, it's, yeah, it's it's so close. I'm like, I was like, it almost made the list, and it's so good. There, there's that episode is so fantastic. I it love is. it so much. It's but it, it didn't. It just didn't quite make it there for me. And mm-hmm. um, you know, it, but that's okay. You know what I mean? Like that's okay because it was it was a fan fucking tastic episode. Yeah. Yep, fair enough. Uh for all the reasons that you said it was. Um uh, but my the one that I kind of latched on a little bit more so uh in my number two spot was episode fourteen, The Pez dispenser. The pe- and, Yeah, okay. And it was mainly because I really enjoyed how tight the writing was in that one. And there was, oh, there, it was. there was episodes this season where like Yes, I love the um, the boyfriend and everything. I love these bits and stuff. But, like, watching and actually analyzing this show with, like, a, an episode like the Pez Dispenser, it allowed me to see... What really good tight writing Mm -hmm. is, and if I remember correctly, we talked about in that episode, every single thread had a payoff. And then conversely, when we get to episodes later on where threads don't have payoffs or they're Mm -hmm. paid off like five seconds after they start, whereas the, the Pez dispenser was was great because it paid off like in perfect timing, meaning like you would pay stuff off at the end. You would pay stuff off in the middle. It was just, I I really think it's a great example of just fantastic sitcom writing.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was a master class in that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, so I it, it, I made, I put two honorable mentions and the Pez Spencer was on there because it, it got a four out of five for
0: me. It was that just strong episode. Yep, yep. And, and I mean, we, we got to give them props. They they like made Pez stock rise because of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a great, I mean, that episode we also had um, The Smell of the Beach. Kramer's mm-hmm. idea of the beach came from that one. Um, I love that old man's joke, the pouch envy joke. It's just, just
0: yeah. stupid, but it still <laughs> makes, it, my, makes, makes me kind of giggle (laughs) I know I I loved everything about it that episode was just I mean not only was it technically done well but it was it was fun as hell the entire time Mm -hmm. it was hilarious it was just a great example and honestly I would say like I think cuz I even wrote in the show notes that it was one of the ones I'd like to show my wife. Spoiler alert, I never did. But um <laughs> <laughs> but uh but it definitely would be one that I would I would say, "Hey, you know what? If you're trying to get into Seinfeld, just watch this episode. It's a perfect little introductory to the world of Seinfeld." Yeah. That's that's solid. Nice. All right. All right, buddy. What is your number one from the scene? And I'm gonna go out on a limb and say yeah. we both have the same episode. Okay. Well
1: it's no limb because we've actually kind of already mentioned it. Not kind yeah. of we already kind of mentioned it.
0: Yeah.
1: Number one is the library for yep.
0: me. Yeah, me too. It
1: boy. And it's mainly that actor. It's that character. Bookman for me, the single greatest one off character in all of Seinfeld. All of Seinfeld. Um, you know, I'm not, you know, he's not, you can't compare him to like a Newman who comes in back multiple times. But for like the one-off guys, and I'm not counting the finale, that doesn't count as a, as a second appearance. I mean, for like really agreed. these. Agreed, yeah, agreed, yes. yes. Um, he is the best. His delivery and the way you see, and it's kind of funny, the way you see him Making Jerry crack up
0: <laughs> yes. yes, we talked awesome. about that. how you can see yeah. almost Jerry Seinfeld the actor <laughs> is almost not able to make it through that scene. and like like we know uh, on the making of he talks about Jerry Seinfeld talks about like after that scene, like after the first take of it, like he, he like was like he was like out of breath, like it was so yeah. like exhilarating and he was like, we just all knew it worked. like it just worked, yeah. and it's like, it- oh my God, you <laughs> know that you had lightning in a bottle right there.
1: Yeah. It was utter perfection. The way that they just kind of parodied and made a caricature, you know, of this like, you know, noir detective kind of guy, it was perfection. I loved the the storyline with Kramer and um, you know, the the librarian as well. All of that was funny. It's just it, it was it's just something that grasped me. I mean, you know, as much as I love James Hong in the Cartwright episode, Bookman is a better character. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, like
0: yeah, like all the stuff in the library episode is fun. It's good, but the Bookman is his, yeah. that that character. Is like if the whole episode could just be a five. Like if our ratings was was one to five, he's a ten. You just yeah. you can't like get away from it. He is he's so exciting to watch. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. His energy is amazing. His delivery. How does he not stumble over any of his lines? And and here's one thing that I I haven't sort of verbally tracked as much, but I've sort of mentally tracked. There is a difference when we have uh, uh, special guests coming on. Seinfeld, you can tell when they don't have a background in sitcom acting because they sometimes talk over the laughter. But mm-hmm. then you can tell the people that do and that wait, you know, they know how to wait for the laughter to end so they can kind of deliver their line. And honestly, I, I kind of find sitcom acting to be very interesting to see what actors do to wait while they're while the to, to deliver their, their punchline because of the, the the laughter. But he was. He he's not a sitcom actor but he did such mm-hmm. a great job delivering his lines but also at the same time being aware of the audience and also being aware of Jerry Seinfeld I think that just shows how fantastic of an actor he is and of course like you've seen M- Magnolia or whatever he's great in that or no mm-hmm. um yeah wasn't he was in Magnolia but he was also in Boogie Nights he was great in Boogie Nights oh, okay. yeah. That's that's always where I know him from but um gotcha. he's just great man he and and that's the thing like I barely even remember the rest of the episode because well, he stands out so much. Yes, he stands out. But the rest of the episode yeah. is
1: solitude. It's it, it really is. fun seeing. And I always kind of love when sitcoms do flashbacks and they get, like, you know, the still these super old people playing, like, their young selves. And it's fun to see George and Jerry, like, in their yeah, high school days. Yeah. You're, like, you're fucking 40 years old playing yeah. these high school it's just And all they funny. do is put a
0: wig on them. <laughs> exactly. And I
1: love that. I always think that that's funny. Um, I mean, I, I still – when I hear – Castanza, you know, even just almost like just when I'm hearing it in the show, can't my stand head you. goes to "Can't stand ya, uh-huh. can't stand ya." Uh
0: huh, <laughs> uh huh. I mean, that's all from that episode. Yeah. It's good stuff, and it's funny that I I forget that, but at the same time, like just the, just the phrase "Can't stand ya." <laughs> (laughs) will just pop into my head almost on a weekly basis. And and if it's like – not if I'm thinking about Costanza, but even if I'm thinking about like, oh, I don't like that person or I don't like that thing, I I think to myself, can't stand you. Fucking classic, man. Just absolutely classic. Um, I I remember you said you didn't uh, make one, but uh, I made – my personal favorite Cartwright episode that, okay. I, that I enjoyed discussing with you and for me that was episode 13 The Subway I had mm. so much fun like I don't even remember what I what we rated it I just remembered that I had a lot of fun talking to you that episode because there were so many special guests on that, that like not they weren't special but they were just <laughs> actors that that turned out to be in other things that we loved like mm-hmm. you know like the real estate lady from the original Ghostbusters movie like freaking uh, Cobra commander's voice you know being yeah. in it and uh and then of course the that guy from sons of anarchy and everything mm-hmm. so i was like i was blown away by that but i also just i remember it was just a really really fun conversation that we had and then yeah. my honorable mention would probably be the whole uh, elaine being from towson uh thing oh yeah <laughs> god you just don't shut up about that i'll never stop talking about that <laughs> yeah
1: no we, we we rated that one pretty high I, I have it as a four out of five um, yeah, good, good episode. And it was, it, I definitely enjoyed, I remember talking about all like the threads and just all that kind of stuff of, um, of the different subways and whatnot they're going on. So yeah, that was a good one. Um, for me, um, my favorite episode talking to you, is always the next episode, Corey. Oh. oh that's my little cheesy comment because uh, I'm always looking forward to talking more Seinfeld with you.
0: Dude, I, bro, I I feel the exact same way, man. <laughs> I was telling my wife, I was like, uh, I was telling Myra, just like you were probably talking to Keisha, um, uh-huh. that, that I'm just like, I was like, I know we're going to take a week off. And yeah, by the way, guys, we're going to take a week off just to have a week off. But I was like, I kind of don't want one. I'm kind of super mm-hmm. excited to jump into season four, man.
1: It is very very exciting to go into season 4 just knowing how good this season was and even though it ended on that down note i'm i'm i know what's coming up i see some of the names of some of the episodes and i'm just like yes i want to see this i want to see it now yeah so
0: Yep, yep. So, we're super super excited to I don't to want to do wait that. another
1: 22, 23 weeks before we do another one of these wrap-ups and talk <laughs> about how awesome this season that season was.
0: <laughs> and talk about the fact that now I know people say Seinfeld starts in season 5, yeah. but it really <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. All right, well, I have uh, I have a list here of um, people basically our uh, people that listen, wrote in and let us know what their favorite and their least favorite episodes from season 3 was. So, so let's see what uh, things kind of uh, jive with how we rated stuff. And uh, I'm only going to read the uh, first name and the last initial. So um, although I'm going to start with my brother-in-law, Scott, mm-hmm. <laughs> and my sister, Olivia Grace. So that's uh, they are <laughs> my family. But um, so my, my brother-in-law, Scott, um, he put as his favorite episode for this season is The Parking Garage. And his least favorite is The Pen. I find that to be Whoa. very interesting. I know I meant to
1: say I meant to say in our honorable mentions that the pen was really up there for me. I yeah. love the pen. Me too. Me okay. too. Morty and Jack Klompus together is gold. Yep. Corey, yep. it's fucking gold. I know. I totally oh. and know And too. Interesting, yeah, that I, I rated the parking garage a lot
0: lower. Yeah. Um, wow. I know. Wow. I know, I know. That's I, I. It's again. It's um. You know, comedy is like beauty. It's a hundred percent subjective. Pretty m- well. I. It's mostly I mean, subjective. I. Should we say. all
1: know there's a couple people who are you know. We know
0: who's yeah. hot and who's, yeah. Not, yeah. who's not. Who's and Who's <laughs> not? And yeah. you know what? Uh Yeah. I, but I mean, yeah. The the pen is definitely hot. So that's that's a that's that's interesting. Yeah, um, hot takes
1: right there. Yeah, that's
0: a hot take right there. Uh, my sister Olivia Grace, uh, she her favorite is The Stranded, which I that's I was like okay, all okay. right, that's that's interesting because she, she apparently she really likes the um yeah. the Dingo It's yeah. your baby thing, and uh, her least favorite is the tape, which that made it onto okay. mine. So I can yep. totally agree with that one. Okay. Um, all right, so now we got some non-family members, yeah. <laughs> which some is fans. always fun. Um, all right, so uh, first off, we have Jeffrey F., and he said his favorite is the Red Dot, um, which okay. is— Yep, That's totally can see that. And uh, he said uh, his least favorite is the Stranded.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, we gave it, I think, of what— no, like an okay rating yeah it wasn't one so, of our yeah. favorites
0: I think we uh, what we said was we really liked the first half of it but then we did not like the second half because we mm-hmm. didn't like the whole uh, the commish coming into being and turned out to be real scuzzy and you know getting a hooker yeah. and all that kind of stuff yeah. but we really oh, yeah, yeah. we both really enjoyed the first half of that episode yep
1: yeah, you're right. Uh, 2.5 out of 5 is what I gave it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think this the second half really brought that one down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, oh, yeah, so yeah, The Stranded. Okay. So, um, and then we also have Ryan R. He said uh, he has a tie for his two, his favorite is a mm-hmm. uh, tie for The Red Dot. Okay, totally. Good call. And uh, The Cafe.
1: The cat. Oh, my God. Which one was The Cafe? Uh, Babu um, Bot. Oh, Babu Bot. Oh, oh, Babu Bot. Babu. Babu, Bat. Bat. Babu. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that was, I think what I, I, well, I gave it a 2.5 out of 5, so we ranked that one, a, we were a little bit harsher on this one. I,
0: I think, I think you were a smidge harsher than me, but I think we both yeah. agreed on the same reasons. I think, mm. I I think you might have just gone down a little bit more than I did, but I don't think there was much of a disparity uh, uh, dis- between the two of our, our ratings yeah, on that one. I called
1: one. out, I called out Kramer's storyline in particular on that one as yeah. not being um, very important, and I, I, I don't shit, I don't want to shit on Babu, and I never, and I even kind of said, Babu's awesome, love. Of Bobby as a character,
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, and then his uh, Ryan R's least favorite is the parking spot. So that's okay. uh the, that's a later the park, one The oh, the parking
1: space is called uh,
0: yes i'm sorry i and, and i wrote down space but i said spot which says something about my brain but um yeah. <laughs> but yeah because there's
1: because there's the parking garage and yeah. the parking space in this season
0: yeah yeah so, so. he he said this the parking space which i i feel like that one we both ranked kind of a smidge low i think i like that yeah. one a little bit more than you did probably but that I one it two, is 2.5 definitely yeah. a bit middle of the road you know
1: yeah, I agree. Um, it, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I can totally see someone um disliking that one. It is another one where I do kind of feel they do try hard. I kind of liked how they brought everybody together at the end of it. You know, like it was, it almost felt like a season wrap up almost type of thing where they had uh, a bunch of people from the season getting together or people that we would see again because we saw the um the frozen yogurt kid who says uh, yeah who says fuck um in the he, and his mom show up in this one that we don't see them again until season five I think. Uh, and we have Newman in that, and I'm just kind of all standing around. Oh, and we get um, Sid. Sid shows up in that I, one as well. I
0: loved having Sid come back yeah. around. Yeah,
1: But I, I totally see. I can totally understand that.
0: Yeah, so, and I, like yeah. I said, I think I liked it a little bit more than you. But uh, there, there aren't yeah. a lot of episodes that really are that different between you know how we felt about him. But um, it is interesting that a lot of like the last like four episodes were just kind of not that strong, really yeah, um, yeah definitely. and finally we have um albert h you did not give us a, a, a least favorite his favorite is the library so hey hey yes. okay cool, somebody <laughs> agreed with us I know cool. and and that's what I'm saying like it's interesting that we didn't get a lot of people mentioning the library and I would almost wonder it's it's, it's i wish maybe for next season we can have people do like we can have a call in line or something so like people can actually <laughs> um, uh, you know give reasons behind it or whatever mm-hmm. you know because I don't want to I don't want to speculate what they're thinking um, but uh he did say he did actually give us a favorite Cartwright episode oh yes okay. yes um, so let me I want to read what he says because I want to be able to I don't want to like paraphrase or anything um, so what he says was the note is his favorite Cartwright episode, um, and he says uh, he says my fa- uh, my favorite episode of your pods from this season was actually an episode I don't love, so I guess that's maybe his his least favorite episode. He goes um, the note. He's like I usually don't defend Seinfeld to the bitter end regarding its lack of political correctness, so I think he's uh, he's uh, he's like I usually defend. Uh, Seinfeld to the bitter end regarding mm-hmm. its lack of political correctness. So I think he's like on the same yeah. wavelength with us Was it's okay to be politically incorrect, you know? Yes. Um, he goes, but I think this is the closest they get to being sort of homophobic. I don't think, you know, and we sort of called out that kind of stuff, and he goes, yeah, I think did. you guys really handled that difficult subject really well and remained unbiased but also fair. He goes, I really like your guys' assessment of the very difficult topic. So uh, Albert, thank you so much. I I, I do remember we really... We didn't we wanted to like do it justice but at the same time didn't want to like you know be completely offensive or whatever so we do really appreciate your feedback on that
1: yeah we do um you already talked about uh jeff jeff's uh Jeffrey's favorite and least favorite uh
0: yes yeah the yes, yes. well you you
1: didn't call out that he said um as far as favorite episodes of Cartwright he says they're all my favorite. How can yeah. there be a bad one? I thought that was adorable. You got to call that shit out.
0: Yeah, sorry about that. And that's why I sent you all the the screen caps. So thank you yeah. for uh, thank you for backing <laughs> me up, buddy. Uh, and and thank you, Jeffrey, and uh, thank you, Albert, and and, and everybody, everyone. Uh, this one gentleman, Ron. He he comments. Uh, he didn't leave us for this, but he uh, makes other comments and stuff. Yep. So uh, thank thanks to you, um, well, thanks to, to Ryan. Yes. Yeah.
1: Everybody, you know, we love the feedback and we love interacting on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, whatever it is that you guys are talking with us on. So please keep it up. You know, even if we don't get back to you right in the first, you know, whatever day or whatnot, we really enjoy it. We're going to try and because we want to keep the conversations going. We love Seinfeld. We can keep talking about this stuff. So um, and we really appreciate the feedback. You know, even the people who call us out on on the fuck ups that we make. Yes. We're okay with it. Yeah, no, keep, <laughs> Cause, keep doing it, please, yeah.
0: please. Any any yeah. kind of feedback, we love it.
1: We're not going to stop smoking and drinking,
0: so we're <laughs> just, <laughs> so we're the fuck ups are probably going to keep happening. Man, if I stop smoking, I can't fall asleep. It's terrible.
1: Uh I've heard that about smokers. I I'm, yeah. I'm not a smoker myself, but I have heard that that's the thing. I know some I know some good friends who are like, "Man, I have to smoke every night because I just cannot sleep without it." And I'm just like, "Oh, when you say it's non-habit forming, huh?" Oh, I don't <laughs> bullshit. say that it,
0: it is habit forming. It is very habit forming. Yeah, for the p- <laughs>
1: the people who say that, I'm just like, "Yeah, that's crap. Yeah, it's that's totally bullshit. addictive."
0: <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> oh man. Dude, this was this was fun. I love our free-form discussion episodes. I love like I love talking about the season as a whole, you know? So mm-hmm. I like I said I'm super super excited to get into season 4 um yes. but we would like to take a second to make a little bit of an announcement uh moving forward into season 4 Adam and I are going to uh, start archiving earlier seasons. Uh, we You're, you're still going to have the current season that comes out will be free. So if you guys have been listening, you'll just keep listening if you want to for free. I mean, obviously, we essentially want to have you on, on Patreon to, to help support us. We'd appreciate it. But if you're jumping on new, uh, the earlier ap- seasons are archived on our Patreon page. But the cool thing is we're going to keep it at like a buck. So like Mm -hmm. you get to unlock an entire year of Cartwright a Seinfeld podcast for $12. I mean, you know, monthly Mm -hmm. $1 a month. So it's not going to be a lot. But there are costs involved to running this show. There's a, a server cost. Uh, every month there's server fees. Um, there is, uh, you know, some time and stuff like that. And we want to grow. We want to grow the show, and we want to grow the network. And we can't do that without funding. I, I think you guys all understand.
1: Yes, but it is it is difficult for some people. You, you give something out for free, and so people expect it and want it for free forever. And I totally get that. But every cent that we get we'll be going back into this podcast yeah. we'll be going into marketing it cuz we want to grow it or you know exact sending out advertising or helping us edit it so that way we can you know honestly focus on the shit that we want to to really kind of dive in and give you guys better discussions
0: yeah yeah and then and then the big Big plans are to maybe go mobile and actually maybe Adam and I go to a convention or something somewhere meet people podcast mm. from it or something so we we want to do a lot of things, and uh, to be truthful we can't do them without your help and we we appreciate all the help that you guys have given us, and you know if you 've been watching it you know for free. That's great, um, but if you want to support us, you know all all the content is already up on patreon dot com slash cartwright, mm-hmm. and moving forward, all content will always go there, but you know it's it's if you're jumping on now, we're going to archive some of the older stuff, and uh, you can check yeah. it all out at patreon dot com slash cartwright
1: exactly twelve dollars a year that's it. Um, you probably find more change. Just you know, walking around the street in one year, uh, you guys can just donate to us. We would uh, obviously going to use it um, for only good stuff. Not you know, Corey and I are we're not O. Henry candy bar heiresses that I know of, <laughs> so we just don't have money you know falling out of our pockets. So so yeah, so we we would use and appreciate anything that you guys can give. Um, we know it's not easy, and we know not everybody can. So just thank you in advance, and you know we will. We just really appreciate it. And we love doing this. Yes.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, um, another way that you can uh, support us that's totally free is you can leave us a 5 star review on Apple Podcasts that's still kind of the one of the biggest podcatchers out there although Spotify is really blowing up but yeah. leaving us a 5 star review and a little bit of a you know a little write up on Apple Podcasts goes a real long way to help it, help getting us in front of new uh, subscribers and everything it, it's, it's how app, Apple uses their algorithm and whatnot And and uh, we appreciate all the reviews that we already have on there. Every single one of them, um, good or bad, don't care, love them. Thank you so much. All feedback is fantastic, and we love it all. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Adam, buddy boy, what uh, you know? for a week we're going to be off, and then we'll be back mm-hmm. with season four. But uh, until then, what you got going on out there in the podcast world?
1: Well, if you miss my voice so much that you can't go a week without listening to me, You can find me on the Blast From Our Past podcast that I do with my brother every single week. We're talking about all things nostalgia, typically TV, film. We do album reviews. We do top ten lists. Uh, We're kind of sticking our hands into every little thing, and um, one thing that I'm really excited about, it probably is still a little bit ways off before this one goes out, but John and I are working on another podcast that we're going to be bringing out. It is uh, tentatively entitled The Throwback Trivia Takedown. It is going to be a 1v1 trivia battle. It's the exact same kind of format that we've been doing on our Patreon-exclusive content, but... We've been testing it out on there, and we want to bring it out into the full podcast verse, because um, we we love trivia, we love nostalgia, so why not marry those two things and see if other people uh, enjoy it as much as we do?
0: I, As someone who was on one of the Patreon exclusives, I trivia shows, I am looking forward to being on this one as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> very fun.
1: Nice. And we're going to be pitch- pitting um, podcast, pat- podcasters against their team, you know, their other podcast members so you uh, who've got a couple podcasts coming up you know that or that you do with other people that will be um, having you against Zach and you against Tess and it'll be awesome we'll see who's the better nostalgia knowledge bomb person I don't know
0: and me against you oh yeah we should do that too <laughs> well, I mean, we have to <laughs> Yeah. oh man yeah and as you mentioned uh, you can find me on podcasting after dark and on ongoing comic book discussion podcast both of those podcasts are on the same Network as Cartwright a Seinfeld podcast. The network is blast from our past network and it's bfopnetwork.com we Bfop. also <laughs> You and your BFOP. Uh, <laughs> we, we also share the network with our pals over at the Friday Five podcast and our pals mm-hmm. over at the Talking Back podcast. So you can find every single podcast in our network at www.bfopnetwork.com and you can find all, like, e- each podcast has its own page there and then you can find all the, uh, the podcatcher links through that page there if you want to instead of going to the individual website so we have it all there at uh at www.bfopnetwork.com and that link is also in all the show notes too so we will see you guys in two weeks when we kick off season four of Seinfeld Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Talking Back. What's up, guys? I'm Tess. And I'm Corey. And we are the Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast, the place where one guy and one gal dive into the world of comic books one adventure at a time. That's right. You can find us every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or any of your favorite podcatchers. So
1: come check out OCD Podcasts, where comic books are
0: cool! Cool.
1: Hey, this is Brent. And I'm Eric. And we are part of the Friday Five Podcast. Yes, sir. We cover everything from the 80s to today. We absolutely do. You can find us every other Friday on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Like any. iTunes? Like Stitcher? Oh, man. This maybe a little Spotify. Hey, and also check us out on Instagram. Absolutely. So come hang out. I think you'll have a lot of fun, and we will see you there. Yeah, bring your Proton Pack and your Ecto Cooler. And maybe some McNugget butter.